Today on CityCast Salt Lake. Hey, it's Emily Means. Ali Vallarta is still out of the office. She's participating in a focus group to determine the next Stanley Cup color of the season. Welcome to our Wednesday tradition of talking about the best things in and around Salt Lake. Today, we're talking the best thrifting. Producer Ivana Martinez crowns the hottest spot to shop secondhand and shares her strategies for scoring treasures. It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. I'm Emily Means, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Ivana Martinez, welcome to CityCast Salt Lake. Hi, thanks for having me. So uh, I'm excited you're here, but really you're always here because you're actually our audio producer. And I'm especially excited you're here because today we're talking about the best thrifting. That's right. That's right. And you're right. I am always here because we make the show. <laughs> Feeling <laughs> we do but make the not, show. You're not usually in this role, so that's why this is extra fun. Um, but you know, you and I have known each other for quite a while now. I know that you love thrifting. So tell me, how did you start thrifting? What is your thrift origin story? I grew up going to like garage sales and my mom was a big fan of going to the DI to get like those common appliances that you wouldn't buy spanking brand new from <laughs> the store. So it really started there. We just go to my local DI and, you know, grab a lawnmower, a microwave, maybe deep clean that baby, bring it home. But I think my personal journey started when I was in like my teenager years when it started mm -hmm. becoming a lot more popular. And there was this whole DIY movement happening where people were like, go to the thrift store, go get those like high waisted men pants and make them into some shorts. And I started kind of playing around with that and started, I think, thrifting with intention more into my young adult years where I actually went into the store and I was looking for specific items and trying to create a style for myself and things that I like. So that's kind of how I, I kind of got started before it was pretty cool. <laughs> before it was cool. The original thrifting hipster over here. Um, <laughs> so are you telling me you have like a bedazzled pair of men's Levi's floating around in your drawer somewhere? I have a pair of badly cut off Levi men's jeans in my closet somewhere that were <laughs> cut too close to the bum area and are now unwearable. So, <laughs> but you keep them just for the memories. Oh, yeah. I'm like, mm, I can't throw them away. I'm like, maybe, maybe one day I'll come back to you. <laughs> wow. Isn't that the way of things? Why do you love thrifting? Okay. It feels like a little treasure hunt. You're going mm -hmm. to the store and you're like, Everything you have to find there, you have to look for it. And sometimes you walk in and you find nothing. But other days when you're not really in the mood or maybe when you're just wandering around the store and you're not really looking for anything specific, you find something that you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I would have never found this in a regular shop. Or maybe you would have, but it would have been overpriced. Mm -hmm. And you could have found it at the at the thrift store. So it feels like a treasure chest of places. And I also think it's really interesting because 
like thrift stores, like you go to these places and it's like all of these clothes have stories, right? Like someone wore them. And it's kind of fun because like sometimes you'll find little like trinkets in people's clothes, like an old receipt or like, I don't know. A memory. A memory. I've stumbled upon photographs sometimes or like little things in pockets somewhere. It's just kind of fun to, to discover those little items and take a piece of history. That's really special. Um, so what's your strategy when you go out thrifting? Because to me, thrift stores can be really overwhelming. Like there are racks and racks of just stuff. And I have no idea where to start. Where do you start? Okay. Well, here's the thing. Em. I think every store is a different strategy because you got it. Like if you're going to the bins, that's a different approach than when you're going to somewhere that has racks like the DI or Savers mm-hmm. or um, I'm trying to think of another decades, you know, d- different strategies for different places. But my strategy, I typically go to the DI or a Savers. My strategy is going in always with an open mind. I think this happens whenever you're shopping for regular clothes or, you know, secondhand clothes. It doesn't really matter when you're looking for something specific and you're like, I'm determined to find this thing. You're not going to stumble upon it. For some reason, it's just like the way the world works. And it's my... not in the cards. It's not in the cards. So you got to go in with an open mind, have some patience, grab your little fruity drink. I love a matcha. Grab some headphones and get prepared to like go into every single rack and just go. Like Just go for it. Go for it. Like shuffle through, look at the things that look cute. I personally love hitting the book section first, but that's because I'm a big reader and I have no self-control. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen your bookshelf. I know you have no self-control. So <gasps> Yeah. So after you hit the bookshelf section, um, I like to go through like the little glassware area. I found delightful things there. Things that you didn't even know you needed, like a fruit punch bowl with a dozen little teacups in them. I think they're adorable. So after you go through the bookshelf section and, you know, make your way to the glassware, head to the to the racks and just take your time there, have some patience. Like if you're looking for specific pieces like jeans, say t-shirts, like maybe just work your way there. Traditionally, these items are made with better quality. That has been the traditional stance. I mean, that's changing, of course, especially with fast fashion now where we see the quality of clothes deteriorating. But Mm -hmm. that's my strategy. I like to look at the the garment, like where was it made? And is this something that would hold up for a couple more years? And is it something that I would actually wear? And is it fairly priced? Because I think you see a lot of thrift stores that are overcharging for these items. Right. Well, especially as it's become cooler to thrift, right? I mean, yeah, I definitely think so. It's become a lot more of a cultural thing. I feel like people my age, I'm 23, it's become a very young person sport to go to the thrift store, to go to instead of like the mall. And that changes, obviously, they're different generations. But I feel like that's a very big thing. It's become very popular. You see a lot of people at the Goodwill bins. You see a lot of cool hip kids at the the DI, the savers, trying to look for these items that you can curate into your closet. Okay, so here's the big question. We've mentioned the bins. We've mentioned the racks. What is the best thrifting in Salt Lake? I think the best place that I love to go to and I frequent a lot is the savers in Mill Creek. It just has all of the goodies. I've found so many amazing things. But in general, I've just, I've had a lot of luck at the savers. Like, 
the one in Orem too is really great. But hmm. since I'm living in Salt Lake now, I go to the one in Mill Creek and I have found just the best items there. Um, I found this cream top from Theory the other day and I was like just double checking. I was like, I wonder, you know, like it looks pretty well made. And I found out that it was like a hundred plus dollars online and I was like, oh, wow, okay. This is like and someone someone just gave that away. Someone gave that away. And Savers is over here being like, I'm going to charge you like 11 bucks for this. You're like, you got this for free and you're a for profit corporation. So I have like a love hate relationship with Savers because on one hand, they have amazing stuff. On the other hand, they're also pretty costly for what they are for a place that gets these items for free. And with, and it's often the case. Like, they're not a curated store like Decades in downtown Salt Lake, which is a favorite of mine. Honestly, if you're looking for retro vintage things, like, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that store in comparison to a regular thrift store is really different. And, you know, prices can vary. But you know that you're buying – what you're buying at Decades is a lot different from what you're buying at Savers. And the prices kind of make more sense in that regard. Right. So what do you think? You mentioned this amazing top that you got, but what is the best thrift store find you've ever had? Okay, this is really hard. (laughs) I had to think about this for a minute because I was like, what is the best thing that I've gotten? And I will say that it's my vintage coach leather red bag that I got. Um, Just I know it was it was a find. And it was it was just amazing. It's great because it's like kind of a crossover. You can wear it anyway. It's like perfect with a jeans and a white top or like whatever you're trying to go out with. It's just perfect. And and here's my favorite part about this bag. You can carry a book in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that is my standard oh my for a purse. It's like you have to carry a book in it and your wallet and maybe like some lip gloss in it. Like it has everything. I got it at Decades and it was a phenomenal find. It was I think around like 40 bucks, which I don't think was that bad for something. For a vintage coach purse. Yeah, I'm sure it was uh, it was a steal. It would have been even better if you had found like 100 bucks in it, too. But, you know, (laughs) you know, it would have. I think I found like 20 bucks once in like a pair of jeans that I thrifted, too. So it was like, what a not a bad day. Not a bad day. Okay, a couple of other folks wrote in to share their favorite thrifting spots and treasures. Kate Hickam says the best thrift store in Salt Lake City is the other side. Go to the Murray's location for men's clothes and home accessories, but go to the Mill Creek location for rugs and women's clothing. Have you ever been to the other side thrift stores, Ivana? No, but I've actually I've drove past there the other day. You know what? I'm going to go there this weekend. <laughs> catch me <laughs> <All right. laughs> at the other side Academy. <laughs> Ivana Martinez will be tabling at the other side thrift store in Mill Creek. Um <laughs> Jody Pyle says, I would like to nominate Copper High Vintage and Hate Ashbury for my favorite thrifting places. I found great gifts at Copper Hive and bargain home decor at Hate Ashbury. This is really interesting because in my mind, thrifting and vintage is different. Like they're under the same umbrella, but the I mean, you mentioned this with decades. It's more curated with with the vintage selection. I don't know. What do you think? What do you make of that? I, I think they're like sisters in a way, right? Because you're right. It's like a very different thing. But it's it's also like I, I want to say that thrifting is also curated. Like you see these stands popping up, like the urban flea market, I believe is mm-hmm. what it's called. And a lot of that clothes is thrifted from the Goodwill bins, right? But it's 
quote unquote curated um, to a certain aesthetic. There's also a really famous vintage store that Olivia Rodrigo went to. I've never gone there and I want to go, but it's like her favorite. And I think it's I think it's called Vantage. Okay, uh, one other recommendation from Caroline Ballard. Actually, she gave us quite a few recommendations. She also says the other side is a good spot. Pibs Exchange is great, but pricey. Mm. Iconoclad is superior for clothes, and Goodwill is best for hidden treasures. I like Pibs Exchange. It's kind of like, I think if, if I'm thinking about the right store, it's a kind of a costumey store. Yeah, half of it's costumes, um, but they, they have some really great pieces. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Pibs. It's also across from the Sugar House liquor store, so it's like a one-two punch for a lot of people. <laughs> It's it's a great place. I, I did find a bunch of stuff there, but I'm like, most of it did not fit me, unfortunately. They have really good stuff there, though. And I think that that is one of the struggles, one of my struggles anyway, and probably lots of other people. When you're thrifting, the sizing can be so weird. Like, first of all, sizing has changed year to year. So what's a size eight or whatever now might not have been an eight when the garment was made. But also like... There just aren't as many options, I feel like, you know, it's like all extra small or nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. It's just like finding clothes in your size can be really difficult. You just have to, you know, like you said, sizes change so much. You can go to freaking Zara and be like, oh, I'm an eight at Zara. And then you can go to the Gap and be like, actually, I'm a 10. And you're Mm -hmm. just being gaslit all the time by these sizes. And you're like, what actually am I? I don't know. And we won't stand for it any longer. And we won't stand. Is she a 10? <laughs> is she an 8? I don't know. And then, the, you know, you're not going to get that kind of con- like certainty at a thrift store either. So yeah. it's just about trying things on and maybe seeing if they fit. What do you think Salt Lake's thrifting scene is missing? Oof. Reasonable prices. <laughs> Damn. I, I think things have gotten really expensive and... More often than not, we're seeing a lot of fast fashion in thrift stores nowadays. I was just reading an article in the New York Times about 60% of clothes are synthetic that we're seeing. And a lot of that is ending up in thrift stores. You're seeing a lot more Zara. You're seeing a lot more Shein. And a lot of these prices are you're asking someone to pay the same price that someone bought this item for when it was donated. Um, And it's really taking away the opportunity for lower income people, which is who this like thrifting is targeted to is people who can't afford typically regular prices. And I'm also seeing that a lot when we have like curated stands of vintage clothes, especially when people go to the Goodwill bins and they, they find like a camp t-shirt and they're pricing it at like $25. I don't think it makes sense to ask for that type of money. Ivana, any parting wisdom you would leave us with? I think I would say be kind to other people. If it doesn't fit you, leave it for someone there. And, you know, thrift karma is great. You'll you'll find something. Everyone will find something. And, you know, if it doesn't fit, maybe it could fit someone else. You don't have to buy it and resell it for an upscaled price. And you don't have to get in a fight at the Goodwill bins. Exactly. You don't have to tear someone's arm off if you're trying to find the same leather jacket. <laughs> Ivana Martinez, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and for talking with us about thrifting. Thanks, Emily. Here's a little news before we go. Some of you may be ordering pumpkin spice lattes already, but we still have 
hot summertime temperatures. And with this heat, we've also got bad air quality and high ozone levels. Salt Lake has some mandatory action days ahead where you're encouraged to drive less to help clear the air. So what a great time to try public transit. You can actually ride free with UTA this Thursday and Friday. Or if you can, and you're especially sensitive to air pollution, just stay inside. Also, there are cooling centers throughout Salt Lake County where you can get out of the heat and stay hydrated. So we'll link a map of those locations in the show notes. That's all for us today on CityCast Salt Lake. Next Wednesday, our The Best Show will be about the best pocket parks. We're talking those tiny parks nestled inside of neighborhoods that provide a little bit of green space for folks to enjoy. We want to hear from you about that. Call and leave us a voicemail, or you can text us at 801-203-0137. Or you can email us at saltlake@citycast.fm. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Bye. Lizzie will put a chipmunk filter on your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness.